Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick. Welcome to The Dan Patrick Show. I don't want to be an elitist here. I want to be a man of the people. Hosted by Ham and Eggs hero, Dan Patrick. Ham and Eggs, Eggs and Ham, DP, the approachable man. Podcast, listen, hear, and see. I'm just an everyday guy. Ham and Eggs, that's me. That's me. DP. Bring in Reggie Miller, who joins us from the bubble. How much concern do you have with the Lakers? The game of basketball, it's not a light switch. You can't turn it on and turn it off. I like to see a team having a rhythm and playing well. We have not seen that from the Lakers. Is it concerning? Yes. Remember, these teams playing, every game has been a playoff game for them. Do you think the NBA adopts this play-in scenario as we move forward? We're seeing oh, I in like the West. that. Okay. you got to play yourself in. It gives teams an, an actual shot of competing. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Army's playing football this year. I don't know who they're facing, but we're going to talk to their head coach coming up. Also, the NCAA's chief medical officer says, I don't know how we're going to be playing football this year. I don't recommend that we play football this year, but I don't think the NCAA's chief medical officer has any jurisdiction over what happens in the SEC, ACC, and the Big 12. But he'll join us coming up a little bit later on as well. It's a March Madness feel with the NBA. Four games today and tonight. Jazz Nuggets, Nets Raptors, 76ers Celtics, Mavericks, and the Clippers. Not much drama in the East, at least the opening round match. If the Heat get by the Pacers, just having the Heat face the Bucks, that could be a little saucy. But the West, that's where you have the intrigue. And I think that uh, 
We have undersold the Mavericks with their chances of upsetting the Clippers because we've been all in on the Blazers possibly upsetting the Lakers. I expect the Lakers to win. They might lose a couple of games in here, but I still expect them to advance. Uh, Vegas has the Clippers as the favorite to win the championship, followed by the Lakers. Jazz Nuggets, eh, not much excitement. You know, I could see both teams, you know, pulling out a win here. Nets Raptors, you know, I give the Nets a lot of credit. They played hard, but now going into playoff basketball, the Raptors will win this. 76ers Celtics, if you said at the start of the year that was going to be the matchup, I'd go, okay, that could be tasty. But the fact it's an opening round matchup tells you everything you need to know. 76ers go in there limping. Out West, I think the Oklahoma City Rockets series might be the third best series because I'll put Portland number one, I'll put the Mavs Clippers two, and then I would put Houston and OKC because you have the intrigue there with Chris Paul, who was jettisoned by uh, the Rockets because James Harden didn't want him as his point guard. You bring in Russell Westbrook. You gave up four number one picks for Russell Westbrook here. This is all or nothing. This is all or nothing for the Rockets. Yeah, and then you have Carmelo Anthony, who's going to be involved in the playoffs as well. So you have some good storylines here. Luka going up against Kawhi Leonard. Porzingis has quietly played really well. I'm waiting for Paul George to be consistently great. I think the most of the pressure should be on Anthony Davis. It'll be on LeBron James, but it should be on Anthony Davis because every night Anthony Davis should take the floor and say, I'm the best player in the game. I'm the best player on the floor. And that's the mentality that I would want him to have. All right. Uh, poll question. Did we settle on one, McLevin? Yeah, I put up just to see what people would say. Uh, Paul's question about who should decide if college football players play. Players, parents, coaches, ADs, college presidents, or governors. And college presidents run, running away with Yeah, them. because they have the most to lose here. And they're, they have to be the grown-ups in a room full of adults and be able to say, look, this isn't popular but this is the prudent decision. This is, the, this is the, the wisest decision that we can make. I don't know how the other presidents are able to look at this and say, we're playing football, as opposed to the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Justin Fields didn't just become an elite college football player, and he, he's been that for a while. In fact, you can go back to you know, when he was in high school. And it's no surprise that, you know, the Ohio State quarterback has started a petition to allow Big Ten schools to make their own decisions on football this fall. And this is another one of those unexpected examples of a trend that's growing stronger and stronger in college sports, and that's player empowerment. Fields argues that no one asked the players their opinion, and they're the ones that face the most risk and have the most to lose because they're not going to be able to play football. And the Big Ten's decision to shut down football is a much bigger topic with a lot of tentacles attached to it. But it's interesting how we keep coming back to these same issues. The amateur model worked for a long time, but it feels dated in 2020. When conferences announced that they were canceling football, we saw some really big numbers being thrown around. Now, losses could total up to a billion dollars and local economies are going to take a huge hit. It's big business. And we call them student-athletes, and we shouldn't be calling them student-athletes. They're athletic students. No matter what happens this year with college football, whether Fields' petition has any success, it is inevitable, at least it feels that way, players are going to have more say than ever as we move forward. When we talked to Chip Kelly last week, the UCLA head coach, and he said, 
I sat down with my players and I wanted to hear what they had to say. And hopefully he did that. Hopefully some of these other coaches and athletic directors did that. Not just with football players, with all of their full sport athletes here. When, you know, we love these coaches who say, yeah, it's about the kids. And I listen to the kids. Yeah, we, we want them included in this. But then when they don't agree with what you want in your philosophy, then you want to kick them to the curb. Hopefully that changes because there are still situations. I don't know how many, but coaches will run off players to get their scholarship. They want to run them off or a new coach comes in and this, this has happened. And I know people it's happened to. I've met parents that it happened to. New coach comes in. All of a sudden, their son is getting run off. So he loses his scholarship here. And I think this player empowerment, I think it's really important for, for these athletes to have a say because you can't treat them as amateurs. Not in a situation like this. There is no way I could look at the SEC, ACC, Big 12 and say those are amateurs. Not with what's at stake. And you know what's at stake? Their health, obviously, but billions of dollars. That's what's at stake. That's why we're playing. Nobody, nobody, there was no politician who got upset when a smaller, lesser known school in Nebraska shut down their season, right? I, I didn't hear anybody go, like, hey, they should be playing football. You know who is playing football? Those that can make money. That's why everybody's outraged. We got to play. We need to play. I understand that. But we're picking and choosing. Did anybody get upset when the Mac shut down? I, I, it, uh, it, besides me? Well, yeah, I did too. Oh. Politician. Did you have any politician bang, you know, the gavel and say, we can't stand for this. I need to have mid-American conference football. I want to see Toledo and Ball State. I, I didn't hear anybody. Did the governor of Ohio say anything when Akron decided they weren't playing or Toledo? No, but if Ohio State's not playing, well, that's different. Well, what's different? There's still kids taking a risk playing football. You're not generating the money Ohio State is. We can't pick and choose with this. But these student athletes, hopefully they're protected. Hopefully, you know, the students come on campus. That's the difference. That will be the difference. If they're smart, now, some universities are, are saying that you'll be punished. The student will be punished. It, there's a new code of conduct here. But if you have an off-campus party, and this happened at the uh, University of Miami. You had some students who went viral with a video about partying, got kicked out. Like, see ya. Imagine, hey, we're going to, let's put it on TikTok here. We got a party going on here. Uh, hello? What? Okay. Uh, we just got kicked out. That's what you have to, you have to police yourself. But then you got to worry about all the other students. You know what you were like when you were 21? We were the most invincible people ever. We were superheroes on campus. Sleep? Who needs sleep? Stay out. Of, hey, we can have keggers. We can. That's what's going to happen here. And state by state, it's going to. And, and that's where it's so holding on by a thread right now. 
And the NFL can pull this off because they don't have to worry about other people involved in this. You get tested, same people get tested, same people go here who go there. And then can we quarantine you in a hotel? Now, how many days can you spend in a hotel? You don't go home, you stay here. You get ready for a game. This is business. There's no pleasure. This is business. If you want to pull it off, you have to treat it as business. And that's the same for college football. You don't want to you know, make it seem like it's business because it's student athletes here. But let's pull back the curtain. This is all business. And the reason why you're trying to pull this off is the amount of money that's at stake. Yeah, Paul. But if you look at Justin Fields' argument, at Ohio State, there's going to be thousands and thousands of kids who are choosing to go back to classes, and they have the option to do it from home or go to school. They can have the option. And the decision is made by the parents. Why can't the football players have the same decision as an average student to go back and participate in the activities that they want when students can, but football players cannot? Yeah, but there's liability involved in these players if they come back will they sign a waiver that says you know I'm, I'm guessing the students when they come on campus you know are they giving away anything i i could tell you that some schools are looking at it once you choose to come back on yeah. campus and pass up the opportunity to learn from home you're almost agreeing to it's almost like buying a ticket to a ballpark you're agreeing to what's on the back of the ballpark ticket by going on the campus you know i feel bad for the big 10 impact 12 because I don't think these players had any say. Now, I don't know if it would have mattered because the presidents might have said just what I was telling you and what my source told me last Monday. It's liability. He underlined liability on the text that he sent to me. That that's what it came down to. And that the Pac-12 was the first that wanted to close up shop. Then they waited because the Big Ten was going to do it for them because they are in conjunction with the Rose Bowl and the relationship and, you know... This is about, you know, perception and reality, too. When you look at these conferences in the Big Ten and Pac-12, will these 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds look at them differently because, you know, they don't prioritize football the way the ACC or the SEC or Big 12 does. Whether that's true or not, in their minds, and as one of the Big 12 coaches told my source, he said, this decision for us to play puts us above the Big Ten. Like that's his that his mindset is now we're in there with the ACC, certainly the SEC. Now, if it works out, it does. But, you know, perception and reality. And that's at stake, too. If you uh, got an idea for a podcast, I want to hear about it. Go to nextgreatpodcast.com and you submit your pitch. All the information is there to tell you what you need. Just need the idea. Doesn't have to be sports, be anything. Just has to be interesting, and it has to be sustainable. Can you do it for 30 minutes? Could you do 10 episodes? That's what we want to know. We're going to select 10 semifinalists, at least up to 10 semifinalists, give $1,000 each to produce a pilot episode, and then everybody who uh, listens on iHeartRadio and Premier Radio will vote on this, not just my audience. And then the winner... I'm going to go into business with you. That first year, you're going to have your own podcast on the uh, iHeart platform. Nextgreatpodcast.com, and I hope to work with you soon. We have our poll question, I guess, McLovin, or are we going to go with a different now Now that uh, the other one was a landslide? Yeah, it was presidents. People think presidents should decide over players, which is interesting. Uh, how about we go with the third 
best series in NBA, see what people want to watch, <laughs> just in case they're not with you on Houston OKC. Okay. You kind of convinced me on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine if somebody wants to say, hey, don't sleep on this. I'd be like, all right. Um, poll questions here. And, or we got a poll question. We got the phone calls here. And uh, we'll talk to the Army head coach. He'll join us coming up. I noticed this. You know, I'm getting to the point where, you know, maybe the Cardinals should just be told to leave, you know, just forfeit all your games and just leave. In their upcoming games, now the St. Louis Cardinals from July 31st to August 14th didn't play any games. Zero games in 15 days. From August 15th to September 2nd, the Cardinals will play 23 games in 19 days, no days off. <laughs> stat of the day, stat of Crazy. The day, stat of Crazy. Crazy. And then in between September 5th and September 25th, they have seven double headers in 21 days. And then you force these other teams to play more games and more double headers because of your stupidity. So now you're going to mess up their pitching. And I hope somebody, that no one has a serious injury because of this. You know? And, and we're seeing these pitchers, you know, it's just sheer attrition. And when this, when the season started, you know, we had Tom Verducci on and Buster Olney talked about this. They liked the Tampa Bay Rays because of the depth of their pitching. I don't know if they still have depth there with their pitching, but that might be how you survive here is just having a quality staff, a healthy staff, if possible. The Cardinals are 4-4 four and four right now. God, 23 games in 19 days. And that's, hopefully, nobody else does anything stupid. Yes, Eden. It kind of feels like uh, baseball right now is in that scene, the end of Animal House, is a Kevin Bacon who's like, remain calm! <laughs> All is well! And like, just all his... hell is breaking loose, and he's got his hands up. <laughs> all is well! That's kind of what I feel like Major League Baseball is right now. No, it's fine. What do you mean? No, it's good. We'll just play 37 games in two weeks. No problem. Um, McLovin just said, sent this to me. It has to do with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you want to deliver this? Because I feel like you might want to do this in a breath, breathless way. I don't, I don't want to get too excited. I don't want to overrate this, but I would say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are headed to the Super Bowl, and I have proof. McLovin interrupted me. He sent this email to me, and he goes, you gotta, you got to bring this up. So it's, it's that important. Tom Brady's stats so far in camp, 8 what? for 8. And by the way, it's not even 11 on 11. It's 7 on 7. 7 on 7, Brady goes 8 for 8. On fire. Oh, my God. Once again, repeating our top story of the day, Tom Brady goes eight for eight in his first seven-on-seven scrimmage. Yes, Paulie. And I had more on the story. In his eight dropbacks, people were worried about the offensive line. Not one sack <laughs> was not sacked once today. That's where Ted in Tampa calls me up. Hey, our offensive line is not any good. <laughs> Problem solved. Seven-on-seven, seven, nobody's blitzing Brady, and he goes eight for eight. Yes, McLevin. I saw at least five team reporters <laughs> had passer ratings for the starting quarterback. <laughs> based on, you know, they finally let reporters into, like, these limited practices. Yeah, Carson Wentz, 132 passer oh, rating. Glistening like a phoenix in the Tampa sun. Oh, Tom. Tom, eight for eight. Tom was sending out some Instagram photos of how ripped he is in camp. He's a TB12 method. Yeah, this is an infomercial. 
This is is that what this all yes. is? Yes, this is. I, I know that he wants to win another Super Bowl, have a little bit of fun, but it feels like there's no better infomercial right now, except for the guy who does the plastic boat. Like that guy who has the sealer with the plastic boat. Oh, Flexia. Yeah. That I mean <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want it. I love that guy, man. Yeah, Paul. I uh I, I obtained some Flex Seal recently. Uh-oh. Mm. You bought it? Oh, you did it. My flex wife, Seal. My wife bought Flex Seal because we had uh, some type of leak. Yeah. Did you wrap your entire house in it? <laughs> That's what I'd do. I'd, everything I could see, I would put it on. Like a hurricane, just wrap up the house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to review Flex Seal. I, I, okay. You, you can go on your own. Yeah. But that guy, when he does the clear bottom boat there, and I'm going, so good. all right, I don't, I don't know what I need it for, but I need it. Salt. Yeah. Going to wrap my kids and throw them in the pool with that flex seal on them? Yeah, they're fine, hon. Yes, we club. Is it better than one where the women are like, ooh, Frank Thomas? Ooh. Well, I do love that one. Right in front of their husbands or their boyfriends. I know. And she'll like it too. Wink, wink. Easy there, big hurt. But then you got Andy Van Slyke and Doug Flutie waiting for the big hurt when he comes off the stage there after some awards ceremony. Hey! Frank, uh, hey, Andy, hey, Doug. <laughs> it doesn't seem staged at all. It seems natural. And she'll like it, too. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Frank. Just... Hey, big Frank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, I have terrible news. What? From Bucks Camp. Brady incompletion? Worse. Interception? Interception by Parnell Motley. Oh. An out route along the right sideline. Parnell buzzkill Motley. Yeah. He's fired. Yeah. Cut him. Yeah. Brady must have been teaching someone a lesson there about a missed block or something. I think what he was saying is if you run the wrong route, that's what's going to happen. So he threw it there intentionally. Mike Evans ran the wrong route is, is the way I'm going to spin this. Let me take a break. Uh, phone calls coming up. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. 877-3DP-SHOW. I'm looking at Army's schedule here. There's a lot of TBDs. Check with Vegas. Is Army favored against every TBD? That's what I would like to know here, Pauline. That's Texas Baptist? What school is that? I don't know. <laughs> a good squad, Texas Baptist. To be determined. To be determined. Okay. Well... They got, uh, they're going to play football. I don't know when they're going to play and who they're going to play, but they're playing football at West Point. 20 after the hour. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Troubling news for companies who utilize enterprise VPN for employees working from home. Over 900 VPN servers at a large enterprise security provider was hacked. And they get that information and they are off to the races because you got to understand you know, the wide range of identity threats and understanding cybercrime and identity theft and how they affect our lives. Every day we put information on the Internet. That's why it's great that we have LifeLock because your social security number for sale on the dark web, that leads to identity theft. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they will send you an alert. And once again, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock sees the threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code Patrick. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Patrick for 25% off. That's LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK.
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This award-nominated show brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all-new GT four-door coupe because life's a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews this week or any week from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show website at danpatrick.com. Watch and listen from inside Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. McLovin is uh, keeping an eye out on the Tom Brady 7-on-7 drills you just uh, told us that he threw an interception. Any other updates there, McLovin? Well, there's a lot of speculation. Sometimes he might be going with a shaded visor that makes him look really cool. Mm. That's, Twitter's focusing on his headwear now. Mm. Uh, he hasn't thrown any more pass. I think he's getting a water break. He is uh, the head coach of my uh, West Point cadets. He is uh, Jeff Monken, who joins us on the program. Coach, good morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm looking at the schedule. You guys are playing uh, TBD a couple of times. Uh, you're favored against TBD a, uh, a few games here. What is the update on your schedule? We're going to open against Middle Tennessee State here uh, the first weekend in September. And uh, we've kind of got a schedule planned out from there. I don't know that I'm at liberty to, to, uh, to say all the, all the games that we, we've kind of scheduled and got agreements with. But we're, we've, got a, we've got a full schedule. And we're excited about that. And and anxious to get to that first one so that we can continue on through. Uh, would it be fair to say that you're speaking to Power 5 conference teams about maybe getting a game or two? We have. We have spoken to Power 5 teams. I, I will say it's, it's, that, that's a bit of a challenge, just fitting into the uh, conference schedules with them. We had some agreements with, with some teams that, uh, from conferences that are still playing, um, so we've, we've been able to maintain those. Uh, but it, it's been a challenge. It, it, we've got uh, a great staff here that's worked really hard to to put a schedule together. The the most important thing was for for us was to to get games, to be able to to play a schedule and give that opportunity to our our student athletes. Why are you able to play football in the Big Ten and Pac twelve can't? Well, I can only speak for for our our team and our school. Uh, our 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 institution has done an unbelievable job. Of, of, of testing and uh, treating and, and protecting all the folks that, that live here and work here and go to school here. We've, we've got all of our cadets back. Uh, as for our football team, we came back June 1st, which was the first opportunity uh, to return. Uh, the NCAA allowed us to start voluntary workouts then, and we had uh, some positives on the way in guys coming from all over the country. We haven't had a single positive test since then. So uh, maintaining, I guess, the bubble that they talk about. Uh, we've been able to do that here and, and do it very effectively. So proud of our guys and, and just uh, very, very thankful to our administration for giving us the support that we need. Is your cousin still the offensive coordinator at Georgia? He, he is. As far as I know, I don't think Kirby's gotten rid of him yet. <laughs> but have you talked to him because the SEC feels like they're the NFL. It's full speed ahead and they're planning on playing football. What's your brother uh, said about that? Oh, he, he's, uh, he, he's working like I am at, at getting that team prepared. And we don't talk uh, every day, but we, we did talk earlier in the summer. And, and uh, I think their, their attitude is the same as ours. If we can do it safely and, uh, and, and maintain the health of our team, that we want to play. And I, and I don't think there's a, a lack of desire for the teams in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or even the commissioners and the presidents. That, that everybody wants to play. It's just finding a way to do that safely. Will there be fans at West Point? I'm not certain exactly what uh, that's going to look like. We're hopeful that we can have uh, 
uh, at least our cadets uh, that, that come to every game and, uh, and then hopefully some fans as well. But that's to be seen. That would give you a little bit of a home field advantage if you had the cadets there. I mean, maybe not a lot, but, you know, that'd be a lot more than most of the schools you're going to be facing. It'd be more than none, that's for sure. So they do a good job, too. They, they like to yell and, and, uh, and, and, and get excited over there. So we enjoy having uh, the core cadets there behind us. Can you sneak me in for one game? I don't have to sit next to anybody, but my wife and I usually go once a year, if not every other year. And you know what I'll do? I'll be the PA announcer. How's that? You, you're, you're in. We'll put you on full scholarship. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, but I don't want to go through the, uh, the rigors of being a cadet up there. That... No, you, you, you're already qualified. You, you don't have to qualify. <laughs> well, good luck with this. And uh, are you sure you don't want to give me uh, any nuggets here that, you know, who you might be playing? Well, we're still intending to play the academy games. And uh, Tulane was on our schedule uh, originally, and we're going to still play them in uh, in November. Uh, there was a, a Georgia Southern. Um, it, it, they they put out uh, publicly that that they had scheduled a game with us in, in November. That's obviously my my former school. I was the coach there before coming here to Army, and and uh, so it, it, I think some of those are public. I just I'm very cautious about about putting those out there until. Our administration, our athletic department is is uh, is is willing to kind of say, here's what it looks like. And I understand that. Like, did you talk to your brother about scheduling Georgia? Uh, we we talked to everybody in the country that would have a conversation <laughs> with us about a game. We 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 were when when things started to fall apart in terms of the schedule and and the conferences, we. We reached out to everybody. Bob Bretta, who's uh, one of the senior associate athletic directors here, handles scheduling, and I think he talked to all 129 <laughs> other teams in the FBS and just said, "Hey, are you interested in doing this?" So I'm sure we probably had a conversation with them and and uh, and everybody else in the league. What's the coolest thing in your office as I uh, look there at the bookshelf? So I've got a lot of game balls and stuff back there. My, my, my favorite piece, I got a picture right over my shoulder here. My dad is, uh, is catching a touchdown pass for Illinois State against Ball State in 1960 and uh, a one-handed catch for a, for a touchdown, which is a, a, a treasured memento I've got here. He still comes to all the games and stands on the sideline with us. He was my high school coach. And so that's, that's pretty neat. How about you? You got a lot of stuff in there. Oh, your I, got, I got so much stuff in here. Um... I have a couple of uh, Army Navy helmets that they send to me every year when you guys play, like a, a promotional helmet. Um, I have jerseys. I have Army uh, jerseys in here. Uh, I have so much stuff in here, Coach. Like it's it's kind of crazy that this is. I can't call it a man cave. Like this is a man field house because it's <laughs> there's a basketball court in here, football field, golf simulator, pinball, two bars, grilling area. Come visit, Coach. I, I need to. You come to West Point. It sounds like it sounds like it's a, that's a pretty fun place to hang out. We can do a home and home here. I'll, I'll, I love visiting you guys up there, but uh, we'd love to have you uh, during safer times. Come visit us. Agreed. We'll send you the contract. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Thanks a lot. Be Navy. All right. Yes. All right. There you go, Jeff Monken. He's the uh, Army head football coach. Uh, so hopefully they pull it off. Talking to some people. Yeah. I think they're scheduled to go to Houston to play rice. Um, but you know, coach was giving us some of the, uh, 
tidbits there. I don't know how much he could say publicly, but uh, great to connect with him. I'll say it once again. I say it every year, and I don't mind your reaction going, okay, we hear, okay, make a weekend out of going to West Point. Or Navy. I have not been to Air Force, but I love going up to West Point in the fall. I think it's the best college football setting I've ever been in. And that is saying a lot because I've been lucky to go to a lot of great places. But you get to walk, you walk the campus and you are walking through history. And you're never prouder than when you see those cadets. Never. Bring tears to your eyes. It is. And my first time there was 1984. And I'll never forget it. And I brought my wife. And we were dating at the time. And I figured she wants to go see West Point football. And we went up there and we got a tour. And you just realize all of the generals and all the, you know, political figure, just the people have gone through there. But when you see those cadets, when they start marching, that's good stuff. All right. Best and worst of the weekend. How about I start with you, Todd? Best and worst of the weekend. Best and worst of the weekend. My best, Yusef Nurkic and Carmelo Anthony Saturday versus the Grizzlies in the play-in game. Nurkic steps up big, playing with a heavy heart after the passing of his grandmother. Carmelo hits the dagger three. Worst, with hopes to still move forward with college football in the fall. Nine more Oklahoma Sooners players testing positive. All right. Uh, McLevin. I'm going to do a couple best. Uh, Flyers up 2-1 over the Canadiens. Lays Habs. Uh, Philly sweep the Mets. And I'm going to go all in on Lovecraft Country on HBO. Heard about it. Yeah, I don't understand a word of it so far. Uh, it, it's, a, uh, it's a new hot HBO show. It's from Jordan Peele. It's, there's a science fiction writer, H.P. Lovecraft, and it's about, I can't even explain it. Uh, it it's I know so there's hard. monsters in there. There's right? monsters. You don't expect there to be monsters, but all of a sudden there's monsters. That's a spoiler. You're not supposed to know there's monsters. It's a little like Watchmen. And it's uh, the Jim Crow era. Yes, it's a, it's a very it's a old-timey stuff. It's really well done. Yeah. I started watching Yellowstone. With Kevin Costner. That show is hot. Yep. There's some good stuff in there. He's peaking again. Yeah. Don't. Don't say that to him, Paul. Second peak. Don't. Twin peaks. <laughs> uh, Seton O'Connor. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, my best of the weekend was, uh, as you know, Dan, I'm sure you watched, Bayern Munich absolutely dismantled <laughs> Barcelona. What was that like 8-2? Champions two? League 8-2. Oh, my God. And now God. Me- Messi wants out? Yeah. No, it's really like end of an era there, it feels like. Because yeah, there's a lot of rumors that he's going to leave. They've already fired their coach and hired a new one. But that was just an unbelievable pummeling. But when you lose 8-2 to two in soccer, is that like 8 times 7, so 56, 56 to 14? Sure. Would that be a... Yeah. That, is it like 7 and points one, per goal? One of the Barcelona goals was an own goal by Bayern Munich, Ooh. too. So they didn't even score that Ooh. one. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was just an yeah. absolute punishment. Yeah. It was great. Uh, and then your. Uh, my worst is Tuka Rask leaving yeah. uh, the Bruins. At, you know, he said it was because he has uh, some personal things going on or some stuff with the family. Hopefully that's okay. Paulie, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals reliever, my worst of the weekend. Raul, <laughs> Raul, I can't pronounce this, Ramirez became the first pitcher to give up four straight home runs in his major league debut against the White Sox. After you give up three straight home runs in your major league debut, the pitching coach, the manager doesn't say, let's pull this guy. Let's let's see what he does with the fourth guy. I can understand you give up two home runs. You're like, well, let him play. After you give up three straight home runs to three straight batters, you yank him. Yeah, but he hadn't, you know, 
his pitch count was low, so you, you got to leave him in there. You don't want your guy making history this way. He's famous now. Uh, and after the third guy, don't you brush back the next guy just to go, I can't give up four consecutive home runs. Yeah, that was that was tough. When So your major league debut, and then you got, hey, mom and dad, I'm making my debut. And he was a reliever, I believe. Very proud of you, honey. Yeah. yeah. You did good. Yeah. Hey, you only gave up four <laughs> consecutive home runs. You know how mom can always say something that makes it feel a little better, sound a little better? You know, I had you on the gun at around 97. <laughs> you had good velocity, honey. I thought you had nice movement. Uh, your best of the weekend, Paul? Obviously, Alex Smith being cleared to yeah. play. Uh, who knows what's going to happen, if anything, but Alex Smith being cleared to play and his family celebrating. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. It came out of their house, and uh, his kids and wife, they had champagne. He had, he's been cleared to practice with the Washington Redskins. Um, he still looks like he's moving gingerly. So I don't know when they say you're cleared to, to work out or practice, but I don't know what that means. I, I hope he plays. I would love if nothing more than Alex Smith to get one snap in a game because there's no preseason games. Alex Smith can go out in uniform and take a snap, take a knee, and then maybe calls it a career. Yeah, McLovin. Do you think that's what he wants, or do you think he wants to go for it? Like the whole I thing? don't know. I would imagine that he wants to play. I don't know if money is a factor here about him getting paid his contract. I, I don't know any of that. So I have to look at this, and I have to look at the bigger picture instead of just, hey, this is incredible, which it is, but what does it mean? You know, small picture, big picture. Can he compete for the job? Should he be competing for his job? Um, can he actually play? Just the fact that he got here. You know, we look back on Joe Theismann breaking his leg in the game against the Giants. And that's one of those injuries. And Joe never played again after that. Alex Smith had every opportunity, every right to just say, I can't do this anymore. I believe 17 surgeries. Nearly lost his leg. They were worried about his life. That was two years ago. So the fact that he is even in this position is truly remarkable. And I hope he gets a chance to take maybe one more snap. Yeah, McLovin. But I saw the video, like you guys, I'm like, he can't avoid his eight-year-old kid. How's he going to avoid Nick Bosa? Yeah, it no. feels cringeworthy. Yeah. Yep. You know, thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Best and worst of the weekend. Your phone call is coming up. By the way, go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car or truck will ever need. rockauto.com. Family business. They founded it back in 1999. Automotive engineers did that. Two goals in mind. Give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, making those parts affordable Offering reliably low prices at rockauto.com. Choose the part brands, prices, features that you want anytime. They're there 24-7. rockauto.com. 
Uh, a lot of the parts that maybe you're told dealer only are no longer available. They deliver them right to your doorstep, your home or office. You don't waste time and money. That's money. That's hunting and money. And it's munting uh, for uh, parts, phoning, driving, waiting in line. Go to rockauto.com. Make sure you tell them we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, let me get some phone calls. You got any more Tom Brady uh, practice updates, McLovin? Yeah, uh, apparently, by the way, for your buddy, Tristan Wirfs is struggling getting destroyed by Mm. Shaq Barrett. Uh, No big surprise there. But Brady threw a 90-yard touchdown. Okay, how far in the air? (laughs) You think they have stats on that? How far in the air? Tom threw it 90 yards. Scotty Miller? So, Scott, so. Scott, who the heck is Scotty Miller? Wait, Scotty Miller is not the the four three three guy. Andy Isabella, you mean? I don't know. They have a they have a, a rookie. That, they have a running back who's a four three three guy. Scotty Miller. Uh, let me see. He's from Bowling Green. He's a wide receiver. He's kind of an Edelman type. Dan. Oh, of you course. can fill in the blanks. <laughs> 5'11", 174 from Bowling Green. Oh. And he, he's a Mac guy. He's total Edelman clone. Is he, I think you're right, Dan. What? I think he ran in the four threes. Scotty Miller? Yes. I don't know if that's who you meant, but yeah, I think... Yeah, they got a, they got a guy, a new guy who's a 4-3-3 Miller guy. clocked what general manager Jason Light said was a 4.30 40-yard dash at his pro day. Okay. White lightning. I said Andy Isabella. That was a stereotype. Terrible. <laughs> Uh, this from the Boston Globe. The NFL is approximately 2,600 players, and only 15 are currently on COVID IR. Not a true bubble, but it's working so far. Uh, let me see. Let me get to Gibbs in Virginia. Hey, Gibbs, thanks for holding. What do you have for me today? What's up, DP? Um, I, it was a little bit of a heavy week last week, so I didn't get a chance to uh, express my condolences and your Emmy snub. Um, but, uh, you know, MLB tonight is okay, but as Alan Iverson would say, you the one, dog. Thank you. Um, you. You were talking about Justin Fields having a lot to lose by not playing. I think uh, Trey Lance might ha- uh, have even more draft stock to lose. You know, they were supposed to o- open up against Oregon this year, uh, which would have put him against some, you know, top Division One talent and shown some scouts something. Uh, but I have a best and worst and uh, a quick question. Okay. Uh, best is Jim Herman winning down in Greensboro at the Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club, carding a 61-63 uh, to finish out uh, final 36 holes, the lowest final 36 holes to win a PGA Tour event in PGA Tour history. Not a stat of the day, but stat of the day, honorable mention, he rolled in 444 feet of putts over the four days. Just crazy. And uh, my, my question is, you know, you were talking about the Outer Banks last week and your love for the show. Have you and the crew ever been to the Outer Banks? And would you consider actually coming here and visiting uh, and maybe doing a Meet Friday uh, satellite uh, show? Hmm. If you would, be happy to host you and show you what the Outer Banks are really about, Dale. Well, thank okay. you, Gibbs. But I don't think they shot it at the Outer Banks. I think that was part of not a controversy, but it was like, wait, it's about it's called Outer Banks, but it wasn't shot. At the Outer Banks, I believe. But uh, John B., of course, the star of Outer Banks. Yes, McClellan. I think they shot it on the Inner Banks, actually. (laughs) I would expect that out of Fritzy, but not you. It was just sitting there. (laughs) It's a Monday. On a Friday, I would expect that out of Fritzy, (laughs) but not you. 
So disappointing. He's rubbing off on me. It's... <laughs> Hopefully not literally. Not good. It's not good. Uh, Mark in Florida joins us. Mark, best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan, 5'10", 150. Um, so my best of the weekend is Alvin Gentry getting fired, and my worst of the weekend is Alvin Gentry getting fired. <laughs> well, why? Oh, uh, well, I think it's bad for the young guys. I think they're going to need, like, a like a constant. and um, But I think he's, like, outstayed his welcome to New Orleans. Okay. Well, thank you, Mark. Yes, McLovin. Mark loved the inner banks joke, by the way. Yeah, he's... he did. Yeah. <laughs> So as best as they fired him, and worse as they fired him. I'm a little confused with that. Uh, let me see. How about uh, Kyle in California? Hi, Kyle. What do you have for me today? All right, guys. What's going on? Best and worst. Worst. Angels swept by the Dodgers. They stink. That was quick. Yeah. Season's already over. Yeah. Uh, best. Watched Airplane for the first time. <laughs> Holy smoke. How Holy how old smoke. are you, Kyle? I'm twenty six. Yeah. My mom was dying for me to watch it. I was shocked. That was hilarious. I was dying at some parts. Some parts I was like, Did he just say that? Yeah, I know. Uh I'm glad you got to watch that. Airplane is there's so many great things about that. And you know, there's these throwaway lines in there. And if you get a chance to watch, is it Police Squad? There were six episodes of Police Squad. Leslie Nielsen. And I, they would always have a star. It'd be tonight's episode. And it would be featuring Angela Lansbury. And then next, she would die right in the opening scene. <laughs> she, she'd be like rolling out of a car. And it'd be like the star starring. And tonight's special <laughs> guest is, you know. And then they would die. Oh, good stuff. Final hour coming up. More of your phone calls right after this. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.